Hey, I'm Danny Mazer, and you are listening to the Soul Stories Podcast, an extension of Soul Stories, where we curate spaces for difficult conversations and create connection through dialogue, storytelling, and creative expression. On this season, we will be bringing you stories and poetry from an event we hosted this past April. It was called Unpacked, a creative dialogue on consent. Hello, hello. I am not Danny, but I am Hannah, a member of Soul Stories and the co-creator of an event Danny and I put on in April called Unpacked, a creative dialogue on consent. We had 10 poets and storytellers, including Danny and myself, perform pieces on our personal experiences with this topic. Our next speaker is an intimacy coach named Susan Coates, who really digs into the nitty gritty on how to work towards consent, both on a cultural and an individual level. Before you hear her, I wanted to let you know that she really isn't afraid to get personal, and I hope it inspires you to do the same. True story. He said, I'm available to have my cock sucked. I would love to linger here. I want you to get on your knees slowly. When you look at me like that, I feel really turned on. First, I'm going to make you come, and then I'm going to fuck you. How would it feel for you if you took off all your clothes and I came up over you, but not quite touching you, but almost touching you all over? How will I know that you're a no? I'd like to celebrate your courage and ferocity by biting you on the nose like a wolf. (laughs) We can sign an agreement beforehand. If this isn't comfortable for you, I can give you my credit card number. Here's a photo of my license. All true, all said to me. And then they said, got a boyfriend? You like that, don't you? Uh, Was that okay? Your concerns were legitimate, but sudden and late. (laughs) Can I just stick it in for a little bit? How many? How many have heard that? Okay, right. Thank you. Yeah, many, many. I'm sorry you feel the way you do. Yeah, I'm going to make your pussy so wet. You squirt, don't you? You think you can set a boundary with me and then talk about your fantasies like that? I don't want to go home with blue balls. And then I said, here's my version of yes. Here's how I love to get invited in. I can't wait to see what comes alive in me when I'm with you. I want to keep gazing at you for longer than is socially acceptable. Mm. (laughs) I've said that. I want to sit on your face. The fact that you brought up the safety talk makes me actually feel like you respect my body and makes me want to fuck you even more. Can you suck my tits while I play with myself and look into your eyes? Even though you're gonna wear a condom, I wanna fantasize that you're coming inside me. I'm still lactating and available for suckling. (laughs) Anywhere but my bed. 
I'm not sure I'm up for playing a healing role tonight. Someone stick something in my mouth now. <laughs> so um, I'm going to turn this up a little bit. Um, so I'm a sex and relationship coach, and um, I work with people, individuals, couples, triads, how many, however many people can fit in my office. Um, <laughs> and I basically like work to just de-shame the fuck out of your desire. So that's, that's what I'm here for. And I, I have to wear reading glasses to read this, so I'm just going to be doing this because my, my progressive contacts didn't come in in time. Um, and uh, yeah, and so, um, so one thing that I've been doing is working with men a lot. I, I run a group called the Men's Desire Club, and I've been learning a ton about men's desire and how this really fits into the conversation about consent. Um, it's actually huge um, in, in my perspective. Um, First of all, one thing I notice is that you know we're in a penal system that that says somebody's wrong and somebody's right. Someone's a victim, someone's a perpetrator, right? And as long as we're in that dialogue, we are fucked. We we there's no way in, right? And so and there's how am I going to work with men on their desire if that's the code I'm going to bring into our work together? I can't do it. Um, there's a thing called unit of justice. I recommend people check it out. Um, unit of justice says. Like we wanna actually, if we really wanna shift our reality, we have to find out how we got here. How did we get here? What are all the layers of truth that came in, right, to create this whole experience? And then what's alive in the impact? What do we wanna shift? And how do we have to do that collectively? So this is sort of like the way that I, that I do my work with men. Um, and in the work I've done with men, one thing I've noticed, I've, I've noticed so many things. There's, I, like, I don't have enough time. Um, might have to like, get my card and I'll tell you more after. But, um, but like, in terms of autonomy, um, where men can't self-locate, how are they gonna find out what they want, right? If, if men don't know where they are, where they reside, how are they gonna know what they want? Um, let alone, you know, what their desires are. And, you know, when I work with men, I, I remember asking this question, what's your relationship to your boundaries? And, and like one guy like eventually said, I didn't know we were supposed to be able to have any boundaries. Like I thought that was just for women, right? And I'm like, well, if you don't have a, a relationship to your boundaries, how are you gonna understand and attune to women's boundaries, right? Right, yeah, so like, oh, okay. So like ding, 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 I'm like learning a ton about this. Um, and so long as, so, so in terms of like men, what you, one thing you can do if you want to lead the way is like find your relationship to your boundaries because that's going to create a model for women. When I go out with a man and he's got boundaries and he sets them early and often with me, like says, you know, I'm kind of tired. I might not be up for a whole lot tonight, maybe nine o'clock, you know, maybe we do one drink. I'm like, great. That's great. Cause now I feel invited in, Right to like setting my own boundaries. Like what, what, what are my boundaries, you know? Um, shame, shame and desire. Where there is desire, there's usually, it's like an iceberg. It's like there's this shame on top and then there's a ton of desire underneath it. Um, and so this is one of the big keys I've found. It's an, a huge indicator where desire lies. Um, and men have shame about what they desire because what they're told is it's totally inappropriate to have those desires. How are most men initiated into sex? Porn, 
Yeah. Um, the latest statistic is average age is five. <laughs> right? And so, like, and, and where, where, where do, what about porn, right? Do, are we like, oh, porn is so wonderful. It's such a great, like, good kids' books on porn and, you know, like, good videos. Like, no, like, there's a ton of shame around the way men enter into sex, right? And so I run a thing called Intimacy Salons, and we actually watch sex-positive porn in community to, like, de you know, de-shame the fuck out of our desires, de-shame the fuck out of the way we come into our desires, right? Like, that's... That is empowerment, and that's how men are going to get in touch with their own consent, right? Their own desire is where that lies. And if they can't get in touch with that, how are they going to give that to women, right? Um, the creep. Um, you know, I, there's this thing called the creep, and we, we tend to associate it with, like, this person who's, like, one step away from going to prison, right? I actually argue that we have a creep in all of us. Like, we're all kind of creepy people, right? <laughs> And, and the way I define the creep is it's desire that's suppressed and it shoots out sideways. For some of us, we go have a drink, we get addicted to things, but, but sexual desire, if it's suppressed, it's still gotta be here, right? And it's gonna shoot out somewhere and it might shoot out at you, right? So that's the definition to me of creepy. And so if I de-shame the creep and say, guess what? The fact that you're in relationship with creepiness and you're scared as shit about being a creep means that you have a shit ton of desire that we're not even locating right now. Um, taking. How many of us are even told that we can receive, right? Let alone take. Taking is perpetration, right? Betty Martin's got some great work on this and I'll be doing some workshops on this, so let me know if you're interested. But, but taking in the light is actually the deepest integrity to self-care. If I can come to you and say, you know, I really want to have my tits fucked, you know, my tits, my tits fucked by your cock, and, and I can say that and I can claim it, he doesn't have to do it, but like that's me claiming what I want, right? And how empowering is that? That's pretty empowering, right? Does, is it empowering to hear me say that? <laughs> Right? I would like to have my tits fucked now, right? Like, like, there's something about that. Like, I'm claiming something for myself. It doesn't mean that it's going to happen. I can still fuck my own desire, right? I can still fuck my longing to have that, right? So taking, so de-shaming men around taking, and, and women, definitely. Like, I do work with women on audacity, because I think women, that's like women's version of it. It's like really getting audacious, getting like, ah getting our teeth in what we want to take, right? Um, yeah, so consent starts early. Um, I, just thinking about one thing that you can do, like I have like a list of like a thousand things, but consent starts early. So starting with like what's a context you want to invite yourself into, like the breath in the beginning. How can you invite somebody else into your context, into your little, even, it's a, if, even if it's a mini fuck yeah. My mini fuck yeah is like, I need to take a breath. <sighs> oh my God, that feels so good. Hey, like, do you want to take a breath with me? That felt really good. Oh, cool. Now we're both breathing. Oh, now we're both feeling ourselves more, right? So you can create a context and invite someone into that. Um, I, and I train people on this all the time. Like, go, going out on a date, how many of us are just in the waiting room on a date, like, when, when is this gonna go somewhere? When are we gonna, when is he gonna start talking about this? Women, right? How many of you have done this? You kind of sat through waiting? Kind of waiting, right? Like, I've done it. 
kind of like, whoa, wow, okay, I feel like this guy's really missing me. But what am I doing to invite myself in to that context? Where am I stepping ahead and leading the way with this man to say, no, you're missing me. Guess what? I'm right here. <laughs> Come check it out, right? So it behooves me to take that lead as well as a woman. And that's my, that's my feminist stance. Um, so if, if you have, want one thing that you can do is to create a context and invite yourself in it and then invite somebody else into it. You might be surprised at how many fuck yeahs you're going to get. And if you don't get a fuck yeah in the beginning, you know, you might at least find out, well, what's your version of yes? You know, what, what would be your version of yes to this thing that I'm a fuck yeah to? Um, and the last thing I'll just say is like, go at the speed of your attention and your capacity to respond. Men need to slow down, but we women need to lead the way in slowing down too, right? Because if I can't pay attention, if I am not able to track what's happening, that means, oh my gosh, I really need to slow this down. Um, and bottom line is go at the speed of fun because that's where your pleasure lies. Okay, thank you. Hey, it's Hannah again, thanking you for your time and energy while listening to Stories from Unpacked, a creative dialogue and consent on the Soul Stories podcast. I also once again and always want to thank the poets and storytellers for their vulnerability and honesty. One of the main goals of Unpacked was to offer up these narratives as a starting point for talking about consent. And I'd love to hear from you about how they impacted you. We would also be very grateful if you subscribe and leave a review on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts like this one and share this episode with the people you care about. Also, follow us on Instagram at Soul Stories Denver and find us on Facebook. We at Soul Stories are so incredibly lucky to be a part of this community. Thanks for listening and being a part of it.